0: Well, we've finally got some transfer news to get our teeth into. We found out we're off to Premier League Crystal Palace in the fourth round of the FA Cup. And we look ahead to Carlisle on Tuesday evening. This and much, much more to come. Welcome to another episode of HUFC Chat.
1: Yes! League. I can't think of a better way than to kick off with a look back at the triumph of a Championship side, Blackpool, at Victoria Park in the third round of the FA Cup. Pools fell behind early doors and should have really been three or four down by half time. However, an impressive second half performance resulted in turning the tie on its head with goals from David Ferguson and Joe Gray, which has resulted in a tie away at Premier League opposition, Crystal. Palace, and like I've said in that little bit, we should have really um, been three or four down in the first half. Um, the lads just looked a little bit out of sorts, um, panicky, just making really basic mistakes that you know that didn't need to be made. Um, fortunately for us, we got in a half time at one nil, and. You know whatever Grimley Mickey Nelson said at halftime, it it worked. The boys came out and it was a complete contrast, the complete polar opposite to what we saw in the first half. There was, there was confidence, there was composure, and there was determination. And um, David Ferguson, by the way, what an absolute shift from him, causing an absolute nightmare for Blackpool. on That left hand side constantly showing his his strengths that he showed over the last year and a half, two years, um, being a constant outlet. Um, But what I will say, I think for me anyway, I don't know about you, but I think one of the the huge changing points in the game came after about an hour uh, when Joe Gray came on, um, 17, 18-year-old. But by God, you wouldn't think it. He came on and he just showed absolute composure and he, he dispatched his goal away absolutely fantastically. And yeah, ultimately, you know pulls deservedly in the in the draw, and yeah, I don't know what you think, Jack,
0: yeah, I mean, first half, I think it's a championship side, and you look at it going into it, we can't afford to make mistakes and be slack, and I think that's exactly what we were to start with. It was disappointing to go behind early on, obviously affected us and look, it's a championship side and they're going to take the chances. Well, I say take the chances. They should have taken them. They should have been three or four up, as uh, we've already touched on. And I think there were just signs all through the first half that if we give them any opportunity, they're going to get in behind us. And they had some fantastic players with some great pace as well. And I think it was just a blessing we got in at 1-0 at halftime. We could regroup, um, come out second half and... We're just a different team. We're playing balls in triangles. We're keeping it on the deck. We're looking good, looking for um, you know, space in behind and things and and that just completely um changed the dynamic of the match. And, and to be perfectly honest, I don't think Blackpool expected that um from us because we'd been so poor in the first half. But look, credit to the lads. They came out fighting and and as you've said, thoroughly deserved to take the tie and put us into the um hat for the fourth round and. I think it was special at the end, the atmosphere, everyone was staying in and um, a couple of songs come on and and the fans are bouncing and and it was just a really fantastic day and a fantastic reward for the effort that the lads put in in the second half and I just hope that we can, obviously we'll touch on Bristol Rovers' review in a little while, but hoping we can carry that into the league because if we play with confidence and that, way of playing and I can't see why we will struggle moving forward in the league and then you know we've drawn Crystal Palace second team and we were the second team out of the draw and to be rewarded with that is absolutely brilliant I think it speaks volumes about how far we've come in the last four years I tweeted this that we were we were struggling to even have a club and we were wondering when we were even going to be playing the next game against whoever. And to be going to Crystal Palace is just special, really. Um, they're not one of the big top six, but they're a Premier League side and a proper football club. And it's been fantastic to see, you know, the support from their fans um throughout the week and how positive they've been about the club. And also a massive mention here at Crystal Palace was subsidizing the the cup. Co- Cost for the coaches going down to make it £12.50 ahead. It's just what it should be about. People who spend a lot of money to go to games and may not be able to afford usually to go to London. But the fact that the club have put on something like that speaks well, it says a lot about the football club. So delighted that we're going there in the fourth round. And then Monday, we're boosted with a couple of signings. Firstly, Um, Carver comes through the door, that was rumoured on Saturday that he was going to sign it and that's come through and by all accounts he looked extremely sharp yesterday in terms of getting himself in the areas, perhaps not 110% match sharp but this is to be expected, no disrespect to Southport, National League North, he's come up to League 2, it'll be a big step up but it's fantastic to see that he clearly impressed yesterday and someone that I'm really looking forward to seeing playing in the blue and white. And especially what I've heard about him behind the scenes of football clubs as well. Um, to hear that he'd spent the whole day on Monday, um, you know, getting to know the staff and stuff. They're the types of players that we want at our football club. They really epitomise what it's about. And it's just really refreshing to see in today's society and how football is nowadays a lot about money and, you know, prima donnas and things, but that just really um, kind of says a lot about the guy as well. Um, So I'm looking forward to seeing what he can produce. I'm confident he will. I'm confident he's going to turn into one of our key talisman and, you know, who knows how far he can take us with his goals. And then we've reinforced at the back as well um, with Hull coming in on loan from Rotherham. Disappointed to see Eddie Jones return to Stoke. Um, You know, someone who I thought looked solid, didn't really get an awful lot of chances. But whenever he did, I think he did what was required. And, you know, I would have been more than happy to keep him at the club on loan. I know Will Goodwin returned um, to Stoke. But, yeah, he was a player that I would have loved to see stay at Pools just for whenever we needed him. And especially, you know, with the fact that Jamie Sterry's gone and got himself suspended yesterday at Bristol. um, He could have just come straight back in. But look get fully behind hold really tall player, which will help, Um, you know, hopefully commands the area well, says he likes to play um, football on deck, which is positive. Um, So other than that, I don't really know a lot about him, but, you know, Graham Lee was a defender, so I'm hoping that he knows exactly what he was after. Do you have anything to add on the signings, Adam?
1: Um, You've summarised it quite well there. Obviously I was unable to watch the first half yesterday, but obviously I, I caught the second and, for the short time that Carver was on the pitch in the second half, you know, and from what I've heard in the first half, it was a positive introduction to his pole's life. Um, Like you say, or from what I've heard, sorry, he he didn't appear to be firing on all cylinders in terms of, like you say, his fitness, but there was positive signs there. And not just on the ball, but it's off the ball as well. It's, It's important not just for him to be scoring goals and to be chipping him with assists, but it's the stuff he does off the ball. It's the running, it's the pressing. And, you know, it was a good impression, I thought. And like you say, hopefully, you know, we're coming into a spell in our season now. Um, You look at the results and you look at the games we've got coming up in the next month and a half. It's going to be important that, you know, all the lads, not to put pressure on Carver, but it's important that everyone's on top of the games and we can all be playing at the top of our game. So I'm hopeful, like you say, that Carver can come to, to life and, and get in amongst the goals. Um, Obviously, Hull, you know, I can't really comment. Um, Did he come on yesterday? I'm not too sure. I don't think he
0: did, now. He might anyway, have. Uh, Wait there. No, I think he did. Yeah, he came on later on, I believe.
1: I, I think he came on, in, in the, obviously, in the die numbers, I think following the red card and stuff like that or, or before the red card. Anyway, hopefully, you know, like you say, it was a bit frustrating about Eddie Jones played a couple of games in the Papa John, looked look, looked good. He, he looked positive. So I'm hoping, you know, that Hulk can get a little bit more respect and hopefully a little bit more time in the league, really. Moving on now, I'm looking back at yesterday. yesterday's frustrating, I'd say, 2-0 defeat away at Bristol Rovers. Um, like I said earlier, um, I didn't watch the first half, but I did catch the second half. But, you know, reading on social media... Speaking to my dad at half time and after the game, it, you know, polls. Uh, I wouldn't say there was many, many clear cut opportunities for either side in the game. But I think the most frustrating thing with this one, and I'm sure you'll touch on it as well, is it's the fact that polls, pretty much for 85 minutes of the game, I'd say, had the game under control they might not have looked as if they were going to go on and get the goal to win the game, but importantly as well, they didn't look as if they were going to go on and lose the game. So I think the the very, very frustrating thing about this, and I know in the last 24 hours, I've seen a lot of, what's the word, very infuriating and very wettish comments on social media, it is frustrating to lose in this manner, and um, I mean, to I, I don't even know what to say to be quite honest with you. I, I don't know what, what went wrong. A soft first goal, and then we, we lose Jamie Sterry, and then we go and consider the second, Jack. I know we spoke yesterday, and you can tell how frustrated I am now. I mean, what have you got to say about us?
0: Yeah. I think you've summarised it really well. And I think that the most frustrating thing for me is that we have the opportunities and we don't take them. Now I've spoken to people who've been at the game and they've said to me, it's an incredibly weird feeling to be coming away from pools and we've put everything in played really, really well and we've lost, but they're still upbeat about it because we've played that well. Um, I followed it on Twitter first half and it literally seemed like it was all us. We were absolutely battering them. It was just a matter of time until we get the first goal. And, you know, that's really positive, really is positive to see that we're creating these chances and playing good football because recently, perhaps we haven't been playing our best football. Um, So that's really good. Then we go into the second half and I think it, (laughs) without sounding harsh here it's typical pulls isn't it we absolutely dominate a game and then lose it the death now their second the free kick I must say was an absolute world even finish um haven't seen the first goal obviously we've lost Sterry who's one of our key players red card and we've up until the I think I can't remember what minute was they scored it might have been 85th or something like that the first and It's just gutting. That's how I summarise it. Absolutely gutting because we have played well and we've been worthy of at least a point, if not three. Um, So I think when you look at it, we just have to take that and move on to Tuesday. Um, As I've said, we can't forever play well and, and not take our chances. But when people have come away from the game, have been there and said, look, we actually were really good. I can't argue with that. I wasn't there. Um, and one thing that does infuriate me and and you've touched on it there is people commenting and things that are all for it when poles beat Blackpool and get Crystal Palace in the cup and you can bet that they'll be there and when we're successful we're like the best team in the world no one can ever say a bad thing about us but then if we lose 2-0 but have played really well people are like on Twitter saying such daft things if I'm honest I mean I'll be honest with you you obviously I spoke to after the game and some of the others until I heard that we played so well for the whole game I was extremely gutted and said we've got to be careful here because we will probably potentially get dragged down a little bit in the league in the cup we're absolutely fine Look, we're playing really good football and we're getting through rounds but for me in the league there is a little bit of a worry I won't deny it but Once I'd got over the fact that we lost 2-0 and like kind of calmed down a little bit, you look at it and we've played really good football. We haven't come away with the three points, but it's positive signs. And as people have said, if we play like we did yesterday at Carlisle, it could easily be four or five. So for me, I think we just have to take this one on the chin. We have to move forward. We go on to Tuesday night, which brings us on to our preview in a moment. And, you know, We just have to play like we did yesterday and fingers crossed we get three points across the line.
1: As you've mentioned, we move on now to the preview ahead of Tuesday night's game at Carlisle and Pools will embark on the 179.2-mile round trip to Brunton Park to face rivals Carlisle United. And Grimley's men head into this one currently as the worst form side in League Two, winning just one of our last 10 games, drawing two and losing seven. In addition, no other side in the last 10 games has conceded more goals than Pools 21. In terms of team news, Pools will be without key man Jamie Sterry as he starts his suspension following his straight red card in yesterday's 2-0 defeat away at Bristol Rovers. And Jordan Cook is still on the sideline as he builds on his recovery. The hosts, on the other hand, have entered 2022 in good stead. In the last six games, the Cumbrians have won four of the last six, drawing one and losing one. Their most recent outing came just yesterday after they drew 1 1 at home to Crawley Town. The last time we met came back in August 2021, where Pools came out winners on the day, winning 2 1. And hopefully, this can be replicated on Tuesday. Finally, their top goal scorer this season is Jordan Gibson. Who so far has returned five goals and two assists? And before I move on to you, Jack, and ask you for your prediction, um, like you've said, um, it's come to a point now where you know these games are getting bigger and bigger. Um, like you say, if, if we're not careful, I'm not saying we are or we will, but there's every potential with a continuation of this run and, and teams below us getting results. Like you say, we could end up getting sucked down. Um, On that note, in terms of prediction, I am going one all. I I hope I'm wrong in the sense that I hope we win. I hope we win confidently. Like you say, I hope we can build on that performance and take that into Tuesday night and then just add the goals to it. But I am going 1-1. Jack?
0: Yeah. um, As I've said, after yesterday's performance, if we played as well as people are saying that we've played... I think we can go and get a result there and you know we're always going to say this because we always want to beat Carlisle no one wants to lose to them or them be the better of us um, but I am positive after what I've heard about yesterday um, so I'm going to go with 3-1 pulls I'm going to say that we'll control the game and um, you know I, th- I think we will turn up and, and get a result because of the performance that yesterday brought, if we lost 2-0 yesterday and just not been anywhere near the mark, then I probably would have been a bit more reserved on that, probably would have gone with a point or something. But I can see as there are goals in us. If we're playing to our best, they're not going to be an issue to us. And I, I hope that that's the case. So I'll go and be positive yet again, um, like I've been for most of this season and say 3-1 pulls, but that ties up another episode of HFC Chat. I hope you enjoyed listening to this one. As I've said, we need to stick by the boys, even if we are starting to get dragged down a little bit in the league. It's important that we keep backing them and keep supporting the lads week in, week out, wherever possible. So keep the faith, never say die, and as ever, back the boys.